Hi there, this is The Advantage Podcast. We're hacking the art and neuroscience of expert leadership so that you can unstuck your true potential in life and work. I'm Dr. John Kay, I'm your host, and welcome to this episode. Casting vision, it's what success looks like. Casting vision is about establishing and communicating command intent, or what success looks like. It empowers team members to strategically improvise in a dynamic and chaotic environment. Our purpose in this Advantage Guide is because, well, the world is filled with fear and trepidation about the future. Staff and team members are concerned for their jobs and what the future holds for them. World leaders have proven themselves to be uninspirational through being indecisive, divisive and destructive. So staff are looking for a leader who will inspire them and lead them into the future. This guide aims to help you be that leader. And the process we'll be using is we're going to look at some of the problems and how you can inspire your team through creating and casting a vision for the future and leading out loud. Your payoff, you, your family and your team will be inspired of a future aspiration, something to hook into hope and belief and direction. At the beginning of this great remote working experiment in early 2020, it was quickly apparent that organisations were ill-prepared. Many caught up quickly and started using the video conferencing systems they'd been toying with for years. Fortunately, a lot of us live in homes with incredible high-speed fibre connections though many more do not enjoy such luxury. Even if the organisation had a workable plan for business continuity, staff floundered as they tried working from home for the first time and leaders struggled to lead remotely through Zoom. Something was forgotten. Organisation and political leadership were ill-prepared for this experiment. Old ways of working and communicating were simply moved into a virtual environment that required something completely different. Many leaders have learnt and improved their virtual presence tremendously well, though there are belligerent exceptions and they remain numerous. Now, as we enter a new year and a shift that brings a tiny shred of hope with approved vaccines, there remains a huge gap in leadership. There are few with a vision for the future. The vague promise of a return to normalcy is constantly interrupted with country after country, particularly in the West, being forced to implement yet another lockdown as another wave of infections defies the desire to enjoy a social life and political office holders' desperate 
to cling on to the populist vote. Hopes are dashed daily and any sense of control or a future remain elusive. Interestingly, the richest and wisest man to ever live told us why nearly 3,000 years ago. In Proverbs 29 verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. You see, an unclear vision causes three things. It causes division, indecision and destruction. An unclear vision causes division. No one has a clear path, so everyone heads in their own direction, choosing whichever path suits their personal agendas. And again from Proverbs, in this time, chapter 28, verse 2, the message translation. When a country is in chaos, everybody has a plan to fix it, but it takes a leader of real understanding to straighten things out. An unclear vision also causes indecision. Without a vision, you're just drifting through life. You're just existing and surviving. No one makes decisions because no one knows where they are heading. Without a vision, you have no purpose, no goal, no plan and no meaning. Life just happens to you. You waste time and miss opportunities. You're coasting and when you're coasting, as you know, you're going downhill. And lastly, an unclear vision causes destruction. Because division and indecision inevitably lead you onto a path to destruction. Without clarity of vision, at some point, you're going to hit a dead end and crash. However, having a vision, well, it requires work. It's why a lot of people don't have a vision. We need to take some time to reflect to meditate and think and see things clearly. And we need to be seeing with the eyes of faith and not with eyes of fear. People will say, when I see it, then I'll believe it. When we see the world through eyes of fear and all we see around us is chaos and confusion, we're likely to fall into four traps. The first trap is we will tend to overemphasize the negative. Our brain is already auto-tuned to look for problems and threats. And the media, in all forms, loves to feed those fears. The second trap is that I pay too much attention to what other people are doing and I develop a scarcity mentality where the pie isn't big enough for everybody. The third trap is I underestimate the abilities that God has given me. Seeing through the eyes of fear makes me underestimate those abilities I have and I start to doubt if I am good enough. And our fourth trap is I spread a bad report that undermines any vision. Now I want to go back to normal, a prior time when all was good and comfortable and easy. When we look with eyes of faith, the real leader 
will create the future they want to see in their mind's eye. They hear it and then they speak it. They choose the future reality they want to create. Then they go back to work on it and start to lead out loud. But even when you do have a vision, a vision without action is a fantasy. Vision is the final quality in John C. Maxwell's The 21 Indispensable Qualities of a Leader. And without vision, you cannot lead. You can't buy, beg or borrow vision. It has to come from the inside. Your vision for the future starts as an aspiration. Something you aspire to achieve. And achievement then requires action. If you procrastinate at this point, then fear is taking root. And beware the traps I mentioned before. The fear of failure is the most common, but fear of not being good enough, fear that you're too late to the party, and so on. Overcome that fear and procrastination by taking one small first step. And by the way, you can use the swing process that I shared before in the proven hack to inspire hope and see good days. And I've linked that in the notes. So how do you take that first small step? Well, you create this vision in your mind's eye, as I mentioned, and you start by telling yourself the vision. Make sure that you say what you will see in the future with your eyes, what you will hear with your ears, what you will smell, taste and feel. Speak it out loud when you're alone. Keep repeating it until you know that this is the vision, that it is clear. When you've done that, tell one trusted friend. Ask for their help to hone your vision, make it succinct, make it understandable to a child or a grandma. Reiterate until you both believe in your vision, and I mean truly believe. And write it out and practice repeating your vision out loud until you know that you are fluent. Then tell your inner circle out loud. Watch how it lands and ask for their input, their revision, their honing. Keep refining until you get that crystal clear, succinct, direct sensory image that everyone gets excited about. Then say it, repeat it, and keep repeating it. Don't ever stop repeating it. When people get bored of it, John, mm, yep, still keep repeating the vision. When I get bored saying it, eh, that's a problem. Can you choose to not be bored? Keep repeating it. People won't believe you until you repeat it every single moment. What about the how we shall do it? Well, that's the job of your mission statement. It's important and it's your next job. But let's start with casting a vision. Casting vision is about establishing and communicating command intent or what success looks like for you, for your company, for your team, for your family, whatever you are casting your vision for. It empowers team members to strategically improvise in a dynamic and chaotic environment. And I think you'll agree. 
we're in the midst of a chaotic and dynamic environment. Let me share a few great examples. Imagine you're a team member and you're hearing this vision of this company. You would then know what you can or will be doing and the decisions you'll make in order to achieve the vision. The first one, possibly the most famous vision, is to be the world's most loved, most efficient and most profitable airline. And that's from Southwest Airlines. Next one, empower every person and every organisation on the planet to achieve more. That's from Microsoft. To create the most compelling car company of the 21st century by driving the world's transition to electric vehicles. And I bet you can guess that that is Tesla. You might be able to guess this one. Video communications empowering people to accomplish more. Yeah, that's Zoom. How about this? A world where everyone has a decent place to live. Hmm, that's Habitat for Humanity. You'll probably get this one too. To provide access to the world's information in one click. Yep, that was Google. Uh, you'll almost certainly get this one. Our vision is to be Earth's most customer-centric company, to build a place where people can come to find and discover anything they might want to buy online. Sure, that's Amazon. And the last one, and again, you'll probably get the company delivering happiness to customers, employees and vendors. Yep, Zappos. See, a vision works best when it's filled with purpose. Let's give you a couple of examples of bland, awful, rubbish vision statements so you know how to not do it. Interestingly, from companies that should shock you. We calibrate brands to broaden awareness, reframe global positions and reconnect with core customers. Our business is to help you form relationships and effectively engage. Yeah, that's a communications company called Edelman. How about this one? Pragmatic disruption of the status quo. Any clue? Oh, that was WTO Group. 2-0, beg your pardon. And again, a communications company, a PR company. Uh, more companies than I, than you can possibly count use this one as a vision, and it's not, it's not good, to maximise shareholder value. Not only is it not good, it's also always a lie. If it's in your vision, get rid of it, replace it with something else. How do you go about casting vision? Well, right now, employees everywhere are concerned for their future. The pandemic has taken a toll on business and the economy everywhere, and they know that. The longer leaders keep quiet, the more the rumours spread and fear digs deeper roots. Many leaders I work with too are concerned for their future. They don't know what's going on and what's going to happen any more than anybody else. Everyone's guessing right now. But by the way, we were always guessing. 
it's just that before the future looked a little bright and we all believed that we could impose some sort of control over the future. Now we know for sure we have no control at all. But if you're a leader, even if you only lead you, it falls to you to take a lead into this unknowable future. If you're going to lead your team out into the future, you need to inspire them. It's not enough that they have a job and should be grateful. Remember, now that almost anyone from anywhere in the world can do your job and theirs, but that also means that they can can do other jobs anywhere else. Hmm. And it won't be the rubbish staff who leave first. Take heart that great employees are drawn to inspirational leaders and to inspire them, you need to cast a vision. You need to aspire and speak it out loud. And I know that you can do that. With your vision, your team will be inspired and empowered to strategically improvise in this chaotic and dynamic environment and create the success to which you and they aspire. I'm curious, what's the future you aspire to? You can learn more about our Casting Vision module at the website at leadershipadvantage.com. Be greatly blessed. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Advantage Podcast. I've been your host, Dr. John Kay. Do get in touch at leadershipadvantage.com. Bye for now and be greatly blessed. Bye.